right, ready to fucking rock and roll? Oh yeah, because we're not recording, right? That's why I feel very comfortable talking about my uh, my sexual we activity. We're not recording there. We're not recording, right? Okay, good, 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 good. Because I, right. yeah. So get, uh, let's just uh, test levels, Cam. Um, yeah, I just want to get some of your levels checked. Uh, test check, uh, check, just check. Bu- just before we start recording, just say something very personal that you've never told anyone before, just to get some good levels. Um, okay. Um, uh, the it the surgery went well, and uh, we're down to one nut. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. So, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. 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 Uh, All right. So, uh, yeah, everything do, sounds good. Do, do, should I get my levels checked? Just, yeah, yeah, just me, before we start check. recording? Yeah, just something really personal. Right. Uh, just just to make sure. Um, uh, 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 test one, two. The recircumcision went poorly. Poorly. Circumcision went Oof. poorly. I think all those. All right. I think that, that sounded good. Those levels sounded good to me. Levels are good. All right, let's go. We got the the spooktacular Thanksgiving classic: one beer in one hand, coffee in the other. It's a tradition. <laughs> it's a tradition. It's canon at this point, folks. Uh, if it's canon, that and can. God damn it! Does that not taste good? Damn I it. have been. I have been sober as all hell this week because I made a commitment to myself: no drinking this week until Friday. And this is it. <laughs> and oh shit! It is. I guess that's a good point. Uh, so that sounds like it's a good time to kick it. Kick it! Oh yeah, that's the good sounds. <laughs> oh no! Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. Ninety-six point seven on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 Across the horn, his name is Camel Claire, and uh, you're kicking off the day with, or you know, sort of rather, you know, no, you're, you're kicking off Thanksgiving. You've already had your Thanksgiving turkey. That's a good point. You've had the, you've had the uh, awkward conversations with the family. You've had the one guy who's like, "I'm not getting that vaccine. I don't know what's in that thing." Um, you've already had that conversation. You've uh, you've blown past that. Mm-hmm. You've seen the one uncle get too drunk already. Um, you've seen the one uh, girl crying in the corner. You're not even sure if she's your cousin or not because you just made out with her. Uh, and you better hope she's not. Yeah, it's been a great Thanksgiving. Uh, that sounds like a French-Canadian Thanksgiving to me, Cam. Uh, c'est bon, c'est bon. <laughs> it must just be there at the Leclerc house. Um, and uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. We are we just kind of stuck our tip in the month of October here. Um, and all these things. Cam, you, uh, what surprised me right off the bat is that you usually go for the sober October type thing. Never done that once in my life. Okay, so I will do sober November and January. Yes, so so it's so much different. Uh, so I yeah, guess huge difference. October has Thanksgiving, and that mm-hmm. is my definitely not going to do it that month. Oh, okay, in the states, I get it where they're like, it's not a big month. January, great month to be sober. November. Not a great one for me this year because, first of all, I'll be in Alberta for part of it. Secondly, I'll be in Vegas for the other part of it, and I'm not going to be sober Steve there. 
That's a good point. And for me, uh, my birth it's my birthday month. So, you know, yeah, you don't, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Yours is what, November 4th or 5th? 5th. Right, so yours is the day after Shannon. I think it's Shannon who's the fourth. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got that. Well, the reason I know that so well is because I have a fight poster in my house that is the 2016 MSG card with Conor McGregor, Eddie Alvarez, Tyron Woodley, um, um, what Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. A few other people. I'm, people love me going through fighter names. Classic, um, classic. America, uh, let's just let's just run down some of the American top team uh, uh, roster while we can. We got Amanda Nunes, uh, Dan Lambert. He's the he's, franchise owner. Franchise. He's starter, running actually. the helm over there. Uh, yeah, I know things too, Cam. I know things. Yeah, I, I imagine most listeners, if I go deep down the rosters, they're like, yeah. "Is he still talking?" <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, but I guess there's fourth. a fight poster with one of those two days on it, either the 4th uh, or the 5th. November 4th, yes. Uh, okay. And then she got mad at me one time because I put your birthday in the calendar, but not hers. Yeah, I think... And I had to explain to her that I know yours because that was the day that Conor McGregor won the second belt. And also, you and I have known each other for longer, so, you know... These things are going to yeah. happen. I also have... Uh, Something you'll never forget, right? I have, I have... With two belts on her shoulders. I, I have three friends at work, too. And so the four of us, all of our birthdays are within three days. There's uh, one on the third, two on the fourth, and then me on the fifth. And do, uh, do you always go like such a Sagittarius or something like that to each other? I think we're Scorpios. Oh, but, uh, oh we might have to call this a podcast then. <laughs> yeah, just just knowing what your astrological sign is, that's that's a red flag. Uh, I mean, Scorpio sounds the worst in my opinion. Who the fuck knows? It's all completely no. Arbitrary. But like, think about it. Uh, yeah, it is. But if we're, you know, that old wives' tale where the scorpion rides in the back of the turtle. You ever hear that one? Um, yeah, uh, to get across the water, and then he's like, "Hey, can and I go across the water?" He's like, "But you'll sting me." And he's like, "Nah, I won't. Like, I need no, I won't you. Sting you. I need to, you, or yeah, else get to I'll get across sink. the water." Yeah. Yeah. And then he stings him, and he goes, why'd you sting me? We're both going to... And he goes, because I'm a fucking scorpion. You're a scorpion. Right. That's what I'm saying. All the all the other ones, Capricorn, that sounds like a unicorn, right? Um, Sagittarius, sound, I don't even know what that sounds like, but not a scorpion. Yeah. 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 It was actually, it's actually funny, you know, um, uh, um, my, uh, my grandmother, um, her sign, she was actually a cancer. And in a little bit of, like, twisted irony... Uh, she was actually killed by a giant crab. Wait, she was a cancer? But down, bow, bow. I'm all I'm, I, 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 I'm working on my. It's it's like it's like a little bit less than a tight five. It's more of the like the the one joke that I have before the episode of Seinfeld starts. Right, you know, there's yeah. like that 32 second gap where you hear bow, bow, bow. Is it the beat? And then he gets to do. You know, it's like I'm working. It's yeah. like a different kind of thing of stand up. You know, it's, it's, it's set. It sets. Up, it's kind of like how the opening gambit in similar um, to an opening yeah, gambit. It sets it up. It's like I hate clothes. You know, if I could have one set of clothes, it'd be the the gray skin suit, just like the aliens wear. And then it's an episode about the jacket. Because you know? as we know, folks, we are. Um, we are in the midst. Well, it's it's a post Seinfeld on Netflix world. There was sort of, we had, you know, human beings had 2,021 years before Seinfeld was on Netflix, and now it is. So, you know, sort well, of like... Yeah. It, it, Shannon, it, Shannon started watching it, and she had never seen it. 
And she's like, this is great. She's, uh, surely she had seen parts or bits or... She'd seen a, bits in of and it, out. but now, yeah, that yeah, it's, yeah. now that it's like, you know, the the streaming world of binging, yeah. she's like, I can't stop watching it. I, I'm like a heroin addict. I'm, uh, I think... Midway- she keeps scratching her face, you know. <laughs> Won't go to work. Yeah, <laughs> complexion looks terrible. I, uh, I think I'm in midst of season three right now of... Uh, nice. Yeah. It must be the highest, the number, that and Squid Game, probably number one and two. Well, I think, and they, uh, they, it cost them, like, friends and The Office to get this show, like this. We still have The Office on Canadian Netflix. Yeah, I think it's like a, it will be running out, though, you know, like, it's like Ah, a soon. I'll take it. Soon running out, because, uh. I'm good with it. You need to pay $9.99 a month for Peacock, the Peacock Network. Get all your favorite NBC shows. Live on the Peacock. Uh, Cam, let's get into the podcast then, shall we? Episode 90. Anything you got for me on that one? Uh, Episode 90, as in my favorite sports player, number 90. Give it to me. Uh, Jean Jorgensen of the Colorado Whitecaps. Old player, old team. Congratulations to John Jorgensen, Cam. You're always on the ball as usual. Let's get into the show uh, with reviewing uh, last week's show with a little bit of notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Hey, not bad. Notes and what, what do you always say? Notes and salutations? And amendments. Right, 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 right. Well, um, you know, uh, two things that we're on to get into. One, I've I made the, I've made this mistake a hundred times on the show before. It was Leno who did headlines, and then Letterman did that top ten countdown thing. I always didn't mi- watch either. I always mix them up. I just want you to know uh, that when I say that we're ripping off Leno, you know, Letterman, we're actually ripping off Leno. Uh, just so you know, Cam. So in that particular context, and I looked a little bit more into the um, sixty-nine, the number sixty-nine in sports thing, and uh, yeah, the, the 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 NBA is the only league to explicitly ban it, ban the number altogether. Uh, and its reason is due to the, it is simply due to the sexual connotation of the number. There is no other reason. Uh, and I was, uh, yeah, so back in the 90s when Dennis Rodman was traded to the Dallas Mavericks, he wanted to be number 69, and this rule had never come up before. Like, it had never been a thing. And he's like, I want to be 69, and they're like, no. And then so they made an official rule. So it's actually banned in, and they made him wear number 70 instead. Uh... (laughs) Nowhere close to his fun. Nowhere close to his fun. Have you ever tried to do a 70 with somebody? It's just weird. You're kind of butt to butt. It doesn't really work. Uh, and um, You're fucking an apple. <laughs> I have no clue how to make that one work. Uh, so, And the NBA is the only league where it's actually like explicitly banned. That's um, interesting. But yeah, but you have to wear it in football. And uh, I guess maybe it's a conversation they haven't had to have in many other sports. But uh, we'll see. Okay. So those are our two notes and amendments. Uh, those were the two. Yeah. Great. Well, I got something for you. Cameron. Ooh, perfect. I got a little bit of uh, a little bit of rapid, rapid wheel of death. We get you five questions. You better fucking answer them thirty seconds each, and I won't take a second longer. Okay, wait, wait. I need an answer, and I need a reason to be. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. We don't get a spin of a wheel. No, 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 no waiting. What do you want to say? So we've moved on to a new segment now. Sort of, yeah. Wait, I mean, is this it? is, it's not official Wheel of Death. It's Thanksgiving special Wheel of uh, Rapid Death. The wheel's spinning so fast, you, we can't even stop it. Jesus Christ, it's going to take out one of those old ladies sitting there on The Price is Right. They're not going to be able to stop it. All right, enough talking. We got things to do, cameras. 
Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. For Rapid Wheel of Death. <laughs> Which jackass stunt would be your first one you have to choose? Say I say that again. I need to jackass stunt. Of all the, of all the of all the jackass stunts, which one would be the first one you select? Which one would I like to do? Yeah. Um, I anything that is a uh, a kids uh like to wheel wheelie toy. Anything Fisher Price going down a hill. Anything. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Any uh, anything. Second question. Yeah. Which jackass stunt would be the last one you'd want to choose? Um. Uh. Anything that if Steve -O, if it makes Steve -O barf. It's got to be pretty gross, so I'm staying away from any of those. Pick one. It's the one I think where uh, it's like either people are pooting into like a tube, and then he like it's going straight to his oh, the face, fart tube, or yeah. there's one where it's like Preston Lacey is sweating, and then oh yeah, the, the sweat bag. Yeah, yeah, those two in particular, uh, and yeah, anything that makes Steve-O vomit, it clearly will make me vomit because he was on crack cocaine and that he was vomiting. So. I can only imagine my non-crack cocaine mind would also think it's gross. Would you rather eat a sandwich from a can or carbonated milk? A sandwich from a can or carbonated milk? I'm going to go Sammy from a can. Uh, sam sandwich from a can. I, I, I don't even know what that exists. Wilder or Fury this weekend? Uh, we're going, uh, we're going uh, Tyson Fury, Gypsy King. Would you rather... Would you rather die alone in a submarine or in space? Oh, this is this is this is literally impossible. Ah, oh, God. Oh my God. Fuck, this one's hard. Like I never, I never want to go into a submarine. And oh my God, I remember one time watching 2001: A Space Odyssey, and I'm bawling my eyes out when fucking Hal lets the other guy go into space to die. Oh my god, uh, this one's the absolute worst. I'm gonna have to say space then. At least you get to see something cool. Last question. You have two women you have to have sex with. Uh. Combined, their age, 30. What's the two numbers? Oh, Cam, you're fucked. Um... Is this like a like a thing? Like you have two, you have you you have a nickel and a dime, and you need to make ninety five cents or something. Is that is this like is this like something like that? I don't think there's a right answer to this. Um, I'm gonna say twenty nine and one. Yeah, I was gonna say like thirty and zero. Oh, that's an interesting answer. I'll let you have it just to make <laughs> yourself not incriminating. And that is rapid wheel of death. Oh, that was fantastic, Cam. Thanks for the uh, the rapidity of it all. Um, yeah, no one likes answering that last question. I didn't especially like that not when you're being recorded. <laughs> I didn't at all. No, there's no way to there's no way to make that. I think thirty and one has me. Thank you, Cam, for the for the little. Wait, well, hey, that's how you play the wheel of death, right? Sometimes you're no, that's rapid wheel of death. That is not how you play wheel of death. Let's get something clear. Okay, so it's just the wheel of death with like a with like rapid a, wheel of death. Right, it's faster. Yeah. Faster. Mm, yes. No spins. Maybe we can cue a. Uh, it's the same theme song, but just like sped up, right here. Ooh, cue I it. like that. Cue it. Death. Producer <laughs> Jim, new hire. New Big hire. Shots. We're only hiring old men these days. Uh, they only you, they always have old man names. Have you tried this Zevia Cola? No, can't say I have. Zevia, um, sponsor of the show. Great drink. No sugar, no artificial sweeteners. Tastes like pop, but has no calories in it. So it's kind of like carbonated water, but tastes like pop. 
Um, this is the only one I found that does not taste like the drink. They have like root beer. They have black cherry. They have some other like pink cherry or orange crush or something like that. And then the cola just missed the mark entirely. Hmm. Would recommend though next time you're at the grocery store and looking for a drink that's like not water or not, nothing with sugar in it or not beer, but you kind of want something carbonated like carbonated milk. That exists. Yeah. Kid, no, I don't. I did, that's two people that have answered. I don't want carbonated milk. I'd rather take a sandwich out of a can, and I don't understand why. Does car? Do either of those two things exist, Cam? I don't think so. Jeez. But my answer is so quickly carbonated milk. Yeah. I just will not trust a sandwich out of a can. I guess it depends. Maybe what kind of sandwich? If it's just a PB and J. Nothing just imagine like a submarine sandwich that's in like a long can <laughs> a and then you sub- open it up and it kind of like opens up like those mattresses that you get out of a uh, like those boxes of course of course it's like and you're like fuck i don't want to eat picture, that it's a little bit wet picture a submarine sandwich in a pringles can folks a submarine yeah, sandwich crack that open it's just expand with the bread oh man i'm i'm out on that one for sure sounds disgusting yeah, you chose it. Carbonated milk, at least, I trust. <laughs> I trust it. I guess you can make yeah. anything carbonated. You know, if you have one of those, like, soda streams, one of those things that, like, you know, carbonates water for you, you know, it has, like, the little O2 can or whatever, just put milk in there instead. You got to work? I guess. It's just putting uh, carbon dioxide in, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no scientist. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> What's the uh oh for that? I'm not a scientist. Yeah, pretty much. But so. I sell oil and gas products. Exactly. Yeah, you are in the oil yeah. and gas business. Yeah, which makes me hard for our episode today. Yeah. Anytime I try to explain your profession to anybody, Cam, uh, it goes in one ear, out the other. And I and what do I, you tell people? I tell people that you sell. Hey, so at least I'm, you're not counting this time. Yep. <laughs> you sell. That's a huge, huge improvement. That's huge. You sell technologies to oil companies to make their exhaust more environmentally friendly. Perfect. Nobody gets it. it. Nobody understands. I mean, I'm also, you know, I also don't understand what is happening. I think maybe when I explain to people, they're trying to picture what's happening. Like, you know, like what, what is it? But I mean, I think, I think the concept is they understand that the overall goal is to reduce the emissions coming off the site. Yes. That's all that really matters. I don't need to show you how to bake the bread. I just want to show you the bread. Right. You don't have to show us how to make the sausage. Just make the goddamn sausage. Yeah. Right. Make the omelet. Show the omelet. Whatever. They, however you're making it. Inside baseball. Inside baseball. Uh, speaking of inside baseball, played a great round of golf this week. Fantastic. Yeah. Of course, Cam. Fuck the doctor. I yeah, should not let's, be playing uh, let's, golf, let's but ca- I'll tell Let's you what. catch people up. Uh, traditionally speaking, um, someone will tell you to like trust a doctor's advice, listen to what your doctor yeah. has to say. Cam is usually the type to say, uh, fuck that. Um, Golf season's almost over. You know, uh, big hernia, not vaxxed, because um, you refuse to do what a single doctor says. I won't go ahead on record and say that. I do, I got the double shot, the double Pfizer, the double Pfizer. Right, 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 right. Or at least that's what the little PDF document says, right? Yeah, I mean, it's what else do you need? <laughs> have, but I was thinking about this. Um, your friends who got the vax in California, have they got that figured out? Um, uh, no, I actually they've uh, they've actually returned home. So uh, I you know, but I I don't you know they're they're fine wherever. Well, it's definitely something I've been thinking about because if that's a problem in Ontario, 
and imagine it's going to be a place like a problem other places like um alberta where i'm going to if i show my ontario thing are they gonna be like we don't recognize that as a place am, am i gonna be palestine cam no, no, no. That's, I think that's fine. I was more, I think in, in this particular case, it was more the instance of, you know, we had just needing to show that proof. And he was mm -hmm. like, I got my shot back in fucking February. And back in February, they were, I guess, in California. They weren't sending out the immediate proof the same way that we got ours here in Ontario. Oh, so they just don't, they didn't have any so documentation. He, yeah, yeah, he was just like, I got it, but I got it like a year ago. So how do I, how do I prove that I got it a year ago? You know, there wasn't yeah. that kind of follow-up. Get Governor Newsom on the phone, yeah. Yeah. Something like huh. that. So okay. uh, I'm not sure how it goes. But yeah, I imagine it'll be a problem kind of like all over the place, right? If you got it somewhere else and then the proof isn't readily available. Next thing you know, you got a Kyrie Irving situation on your hand and you're not allowed to play basketball no more. Uh, is he the one who got COVID then he's not allowed to play basketball? No, he's the one who refuses to get the vax and now he's not allowed to play basketball. Okay, it's not that he's not allowed to play basketball. He's not allowed to play basketball in places where you have to have your vaccine to be in public or like no larger settings. So uh, Toronto, New York, Toronto, New York, and then actually like, New York. New York has a rule where a special exemption: if you're an athlete, you can go into MSG unvaccinated. Uh, you can go in, but you can't play. Yeah. No, no, no. It's you can play. You can you can be like I know for the UFC fighters because they're athletes. You can be unvaxxed and go fight, but you can't be in attendance and watch. Okay, I would have to, uh, would have to, uh, would would have to search on that one because what everyone seems to be saying is that, like, you know, he plays in Brooklyn, so it's every single one of his home games he would not be able to be allowed well, that's, to play. Well, that's at. MSG, so it might be separate. Yeah, at least. So I don't know. We're, I think we're maybe both uh, speaking a little bit out of turn. Yeah, but it will at least be it would be every single home game he can't play at. Uh, he could play in Toronto, but he would have to go like airport to hotel to ACC back to hotel to airport. Like no, if he leaves, it's like a $750,000 fine and up to six months in jail. Damn. And he's crazy. also wouldn't be allowed to play in San Francisco to play Golden State. Hmm. Yeah. Are all, are his teammates in support of him, or what are they kind of? I think it's one of those. What's the news? Give me the give me the sports update. I think it's Cam, one of those on things NBA. where also nobody is like uh, nobody is saying too much about it on yeah, in terms probably, of like probably. the on the team or like when asked, will be like, "Hey, James Harden, do you want Kyrie to get the vax?" And then James Harden would be like, "I would love him to play basketball." And then you're like, "That's not the question we asked you, my man." Uh, yeah, we and asked he's you like, "You're asking gotcha questions, though." So <laughs> we I'm asked not you question gotcha A, answers. and then you answered question B. So answer, how do we answer question A here? Yeah, it's, I think it's one of those things where, but of course, like you know, the media or like you know, people, uh, what are they? The commentary, they're yeah. just like, "Fucking dude, fucking do it. What are you doing?" <laughs> so uh, you know, his, I'm sure his teammates, you know, have a different opinion. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you're my teammate and they're if some like maybe there's gonna be private conversations. I'm not gonna be the guy in the media to be like, "Yo, fuck this guy," right? That's gonna just burn your bridges so hard. Oh, I think of James course. Harden answered answered the perfect question. Well, would you like to see him get vaccinated? I'd like to see him play basketball. <laughs> what what about vaccine? You're like, I, what about I'm just saying? <laughs> I would like to see him play basketball. You can draw your inferences, but I'm not giving you that quote. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to give him that. You don't want to give him that poll quote. Yeah, I don't want that headline show. James Harden says um, ivermectin cures cow disease. Well, Ky well, Kyrie Irving's doing this thing now where, uh, you know, of course, like many, uh, you'll hear a lot of reports from people in the States where they're doing their own research. 
Yeah. Which I can only assume means that Kyrie Irving is in a lab every single night. He's got a lab coat on. He's got like a clipboard. He's got a bunch of Bunsen burners, yeah. uh, a bunch of those things. You know, uh, <clears throat> he's doing uh, like tests and then writing there's, down there's, the there's results. There's a whiteboard and there's a time lapse where it goes on and it keeps getting erased and coming back up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. seeing that Sigma thing and... It's it's and he comes uh, up uh, with there, an there, answer, there, but he's a, sweating at the end of it. There's a fun montage going over top, with like a fun song, like ba da da ba, ba da da da, da and we are doing science. Yeah, so this is how Kyrie Irving spends the majority of his time. Is actually not right. Everyone else is on the court, but he's not allowed to be on the court. Yeah, yeah, he's actually spending all this time studying. He's literally back in university in a lab. Uh, that's about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, okay. yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Basketball season's fast approaching. So is the hockey season. Yep. NHL. And baseball season's fast disapproaching. I don't know. That was just, I don't know if you watched baseball on the last Sunday when the Jays had to win and either the Red Sox or the Yankees had to lose. One of those things, that? eh? Oh man. It was, I watched baseball for like five hours and then Jays smoked, uh, the Orioles like 15 to you know negative four the Orioles suck and then the Yankees were in a 0-0 game until the ninth so I watched that and watched the Boston game which the Boston was down five to one and they ended up winning so yeah that was a I mean in a sense it felt good that Toronto didn't lose it you know what I mean like we did our part and we didn't win one game throughout the season, and you can point blame wherever you want, but if we would have lost that game and other things would have happened, you'd be like, ah, fuck this team, they can't pull it together. It's we did our part, but we didn't control our own destiny. And you can point fingers all you want, but it felt good as a fan to know, all right, we didn't at least, we we did our part. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, it, it, it's, you know at least you, you won the game that you had to win. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. you know, other teams, other teams won also. Yeah. Nah, that's okay. I didn't get my panties in too much of a knot after it. Just cried a little bit in my Because this hand. is new because you've been wearing panties lately. <laughs> you've <laughs> oh, kind yeah. of said, like, you know, I'm kind of kind of like boxers or briefs is a big, uh, you know, kind of like the uh, question is all the time. And you sort of said, no, 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 no panties. Yeah. I will find a, it's called the alternative, you know, and when mm-hmm. everyone's thinking about, um, uh, how the table is set, I'm turning the tables. Right, right. I don't. I don't. Is that get a saying? That. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, when everyone else is playing checkers, I'm playing tennis. Yeah, exactly. Close. Yeah, all that's. Right. Yeah, you're. You hit a ball on that board, and the whole check. All the checkers go everywhere. They fly around. Yeah. There we go. And that's how. You, <laughs> that's how. You, and that's how you play the queen's gambit, folks. Amen. Yeah. Have you watched uh, any of these big shows on Netflix lately, Cam? The new. Uh, the new horror show on Netflix, the uh, Midnight Mass. No, no, no. Still just uh just Seinfeld, I guess. Because you know, I mean my my uh my my work schedule for this month is kind of flipped, right? Where Yeah, I'm, so tell me about this cuz you told me you were 12 to like tw- midnight or something like that. No, or we'll go like midnight? Uh, yeah, I've been going like th- we've been going like 3 to midnight or like 12:30ish. 
Um, and that's because it's spooky hours at the Castleoma. Exactly. I heard that's when the ghosts come out. Exactly. Yeah. It's just our like Halloween event that we've I've done every single year that I've ever worked there. Um, they just it's starting earlier and ending later than previous years. <laughs> so uh, it means yeah we have to kick in there at 3 p.m. and then usually we'll get out about 12:30 and then towards the end of the month we'll get out later and later as you know more pe- more people arrive. How spooky is it compared if, to other years? It's the same. Oh, it's the same as every year. Um, is it? If I if I it, I think it's super worth it. If like I know what's going on, so it's not scary to me. Yeah, obviously, right? No one's jumping out at me because the actors re- know who I am, and that you know you have like a fucking work pouch on the side on your side. You know. Now, didn't one of the actors go missing, but the staff count is still the same? Uh, oddly enough, oddly enough, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's uh, it. I think it's very much worth it for somebody who's never been there before. I think it's like fifty bucks, maybe forty-five bucks, but. You get like an hour plus of entertainment out of it. And it's really how you want to do it, right? Like if you want to walk slowly and be open and susceptible to being scared, you're going to have a fun time. If you want to keep your head down and a flashlight on and walk fast because you're too scared, you're not going to have a fun time. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, There's a thing called Fear Farm in Kitchener. I don't know if you've ever been to that one. No. So it's a haunted wagon ride down a cornfield where they take you on a wag like a hay wagon, mm-hmm. and you'll see as you're going through, you don't control your speed, which is part of the fun in my opinion. And there'll be um, some call them spirits, some call them actors that dart through the the cornfield, and you'll be like, "Oh, did you see somebody back there?" <laughs> right? Oh, it's a blast! But which it's like forty bucks a ticket, which I'm I think personally I'm down for because it it's a great experience. Me and Shannon want to go, but we can't seem to find another couple that wants to go with us. They're all like, oh, I'm doing things. I'm busy. That's too bad. Because, and yeah, I like, I like. Uh, come, you come down. Why are you probably busy? Because I'm literally for, working yeah. every single day. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I like, I like scary stuff. I'm, I've always been open to, uh, you know, you know, either watching horror movies or there was a, there was a, a, a few houses around my neighborhood where we'd go trick or treating. It was probably like three or four houses who, uh, together, the, the three of them made a big kind of haunted house between the three houses. Like you would walk in one garage and then you kind of walk through a house into the backyard and then from one backyard to the next backyard you sort of maneuvered around three or four different properties and it was uh it was all like a charity thing you had to bring a non-perishable food item mm-hmm. uh, like a sandwich in a can like a sandwich in a can carbonated milk any of these sorts of things uh you would bring and it was always like a fun time you could go at different hours it was like if you went between like six and seven, it was way less scary than after eleven p.m. You know, like so the kids could go and have fun, right. and then it got it kind of I, I, as I remember, like it got progressively scarier. And then when you were twelve, by the time you were eleven or twelve, you're like, no, I'm, you're getting raped. I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> and then you, yeah, then you then you're going at ten thirty p.m. and you're just like fucking you're like ah! <laughs> yelling and shit because it's way scary. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They got the real chainsaws out then. That's yeah. when Timmy lost his leg. I know. I was I was chased down by a man with a chainsaw one time. It was harrowing. It was a harrowing tale. See, if I were you, I would be. I would add it to the spooktacular. Like, if you saw customers, I'd be like fake radio in. Be like, has anyone seen Dave? Like, he's been missing for like four hours. <laughs> it's too loud. It would be too loud no. for somebody to like hear exact like a specific about what you were saying. 
Right. Uh, that's why truly just like the jumping out and ah, like that's, you know, that's, that's how, that's how they'll get you. Yeah, fair enough. I just like to add to the extra lore. No, people like, think, no, if you're working at a Halloween event, people think you're a scary actor already. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I just have to walk around a corner and they're like, ah, that's all I need. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> and, don't, you don't and you're have like, to, is the fuse down? Oh no. You don't have to try. Yeah. You know, I'm going up to fill up a fucking fog machine with fog fluid. And yeah, then, you texted me the other day. I'm like, how's 11 o'clock work? You're like, the left fuel or the left fog machine is down. I'm like, good. Perfect. Really? I, I let someone else know? Really? I, I said, feel like you might have. Yeah, you, you. I think you sent it to. I. I'm pretty sure you sent it to the wrong person, but uh, you definitely let me know that. Oh, Fog West is it? filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fog I see West that. is filled. <laughs> Friday morning works well. Fog, Fog West, West is, filled. is filled. Yeah, no, Good. that's. Uh, yeah, that would have been because we. Uh, we all. We have like our whole thing is a Facebook. Uh, chat thread is our like how we communicate. So I bet I was right. yeah talking between between the two messages. Yeah, um, yeah. So good to know that fog west is filled. I imagine you fill it once for the season. That's it. What do you put in a fog machine? Uh, well, funny. Yeah, you just put straight fog in it. Funny you mentioned that cam. Uh, I want to take you back to the year 2015, uh, where your life, my life, all of our friends' lives, everything that in our life revolved around VG and PG, right? No way. It's just yeah, it's just vegetable glycerin. That's all it is. Could you vape it? I mean, I guess you can vape yes. anything. Would you <laughs> should you vape it? Probably not. No, it's um uh yeah, that's all it is. It's just we have dude, we have these fucking like barrels and barrels, like the kinds of barrels that uh you know, like Walter White decomposes bodies into. Like those really? large size. Oh yeah, we have, yeah, and then you just fill up little jugs and you go up to fog machines, fill those up. Uh, that's all it is, right? It's just vegetable glycerin. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. See, I man, I'm just trying to think about. That's all that most. That's all that do. most fog is. Fog that's not dry ice is that. It's just VG. Right. That's why it always smells a little sweet when you walk through it. And it's like, and not heart, not quote harmful. I mean, yeah, if you did nothing but inhale it for years, I'm sure it would be bad. But to walk through it, it's fine. So when I went to the, it was like a fear farm type thing. It was at Bingaman's um, Fear Fact. I don't know, whatever it's called. Yep. Last year, they, the best spook they got for me was the inside of a warehouse type thing. And you just have to, you see the door on the other side, but there's a layer of fog that's probably about waist height. And there's a light going through, so you can't see underneath the fog. And you see like there's some things hanging, whatnot. You're like... All right, someone might be around the corner or something like that, but then someone pops up from the ground up, and they got oh boy, that one got. That's me. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like good being scared. Yeah, I like being scared. Spooky. That's memorable. Like right? you said, spooky season. S Z N. Watch out, S-Z-N. everybody. It's S Z N season. S Z N season. All right, cameras. Um, speaking of 2015, why don't we take it 20 years? behind that and go back to a time where daytime television or nighttime television seemed to always last 48 minutes with two commercial breaks. That's right. It's time for MacGyver in five. Ma, 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 MacGyver in five. It's time for MacGyver in fiver. MacGyver in fiver. It's time for MacGyver in fiver. Because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of 
of MacGyver. <laughs> With a perfect commercial break, I might add this time. It really, it really felt like it, yeah. Because as you know, folks, uh, so, you know, you go on the commercial break. Sometimes you know we kind of get lost. Twenty-two minutes—that's what we're cutting it at. That's the cutoff point. I thought it was at 24. 24? Okay. It, well, it's halfway through the episode. Halfway if it's a 40, through the app. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, folks, we've done this for eight episodes of MacGyver and 22 episodes of Knight Rider, and we're still figuring it out. We still can't figure it out. 30 episodes into this. God, we've been doing this for 30 weeks. I guess I think the first week we did it was the week after uh, you moved into your new place. So, you know, because uh, hmm. we came up with the idea during that uh, live show uh, that it was like the very last night in your old spot. You and I recorded a show. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's and I think that's where we came up with the idea. But every single week, we follow the adventures of Special Agent MacGyver as he um, uh, travels the world, solving all the world's little problems. You know, like uh, like ants. <laughs> Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> Ants and oil. Ants, oil. Whatever. No matter what he does, it's probably gonna be able to solve the dynamite. But here is the catch: we only have five minutes to recap <laughs> this week's episode. Cam's gonna kick us off for the week, and I am going to uh, slip in the rear, as it were. Cam, do you have your countdown ready? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so uh, here we go. We're talking about episode eight, Hellfire. We're counting down five, four. Three, two, and Three, two. time. All right, we open up with episode eight, Hellfire, with no opening gambit as my heart sinks to my chest, only to get hard again as Mac arrives in a helicopter into an oil drilling pad where he meets some old acquaintances. Bill and this blonde lady, it might have been Laura, didn't really get clear on that one, uh, give a tour of the facility until a fuse blows. Uh, once the fuse blows, because they're in such a remote area, as oil pads are, they don't really have any options because she likes to keep that supply down. Mac uses a stick of gum and the wrapper from the aluminum foil to wrap around the fuse, bypassing the security of the fuse and allowing the power to run through. I'm sure something Cam has done in the past with his electrical experience. <laughs> Blondie, as I'll refer to her, explains to Mac that if these drilling rigs don't work, Bill will have to go back to hell fighting? Uh, is that firefighting? We're not really sure on that one. And they only have so much time left on the lease. Well, the well hits a hydrocarbon pocket and get ready for the nerd in me. Get ready for the hydrocarbon boy. Pumping methane out of the wellhead as there's no ventilation, no flaring, as well as no VRU taking a direct ventilation as everyone celebrates that they hit oil, hitting the natural gas out of it. Now, uh, their HSE, their health and safety environmental team is not on site there, and they end up having a light bulb explode, creating a natural gas explosion, having a direct flare coming out of the wellhead. What this means is we have a giant hellfire coming out of the ground, and this means that no one can get oil out while this fire is going. The lease is running out. It's going to take two months at least for a a fire truck to come in. Not sure why that's going to take so long, and they need to figure this out ASAP. So they find some old. Uh, they find that there is a mine about 30 kilometers, 30 miles away, and they're going to go drive to it to find some explosive dynamite because that'll solve the problem. As always, they drive down there, Mac and Bill, and run into a old abandoned cabin where they find some old sticks of dynamite. Uh, it's a little bit of a shaky old house that's going to fall down if they don't uh, operate it carefully. 
on the way out they are trying to take it out and there is pure nitro jelly coming from the box and if these things fall they're fucked as they're trying to tip out the dynamite from the old shed the whole building comes loose keeping the boys inside and as this is going on Mac, Bill gets out of the house, leaving Mac inside with the falling dynamite. Cam, I'm passing it off to you. Uh, Mac is holding up the shelf with the dynamite about to fall. Bill jumps out of the, uh, Bill guys out of the rickety shack. Um, but right then, Mac is holding up the shelf. The floor starts to give away. Mac says, fuck this. He runs out the building, jumps out. The shelf falls, bing, bang, boom. But everything's okay. Huge explosion, though. Love seeing that. So now they need to take... Uh, they build a little stand to get this dynamite back to the camp safely. They take a plank of wood, attach it to some springs, so the uh, there's a bit of shock absorption going on there. It seems to work, so they can drive back to camp safely. On our way back, we face a dangerous path with boulders and water and just our luck. Uh, the, the, the leaking spring is busted, but good thing all Mac needs to repair this engine is a ballpoint pen, removes the spring from it, and we get this vehicle rocking. However, the guys don't notice that one of the crates is a leak in it, and some liquid nitrogen starts to spill out onto the springs and into the bed of the truck. We almost get back to the oil rig when the brakes blow out due to the nitro uh, exploding behind us. As we're heading down the hill, the little, little spurts of nitro exploding behind us. We're racing down the hill. We crash into a river and nothing explodes for now. Uh, so now we need to put out the big fire. So here's the plan. We grab an old fridge to act as a heat shield. We need transportation. This old ass truck with no tires. We need a track. A series of metal pipes so the rims of the tires can sit on it. And then dynamite, which I believe is supposed to suck up the, o the all the oxygen so I the fire stops. Yeah. Uh, we squeeze the remaining liquid nitrogen into a thermos. Laura does it. Uh, but Bill is reluctant uh, to, to go forward with the plan because he's scared that, his, that this crew will die like in this last Hellfire. Apparently, last Hellfire, three of his crewmates passed away. So Bill and Max start to fight over who's the one to put out the fire. Cooler heads prevail, and they're both going in. We run the truck up the track, bring the liquid nitrogen up uh, through to the fire so we can explode it, get a blast. They're spraying water on them to keep them cool down. I guess not entirely sure about that one either. We're pulling the nitro across. It gets the Hellfire, and boom! Massive explosion. Look at that budget. Love seeing it. The Hellfire stopped, and... You know what, Mac agrees, uh, you know, it's been time for a little vacation. He agrees to stick around for a few weeks to help rebuild the oil well uh, and be with his friends. Uh, we pan out, and that's the episode. Wow, perfect timing. Unbelievable, Cam. Great job. So now, Cam, this um, uh, this is the, you know, this, this you, you as soon as you saw oil wells and all these sorts of things, flaring. you must have been very excited. Yeah, so uh, just a few things here. So what you saw there, that actual flame coming to the sky, that's pretty real in oil and gas. Is That's what we call flaring, and what you're going to get is when you pump out oil, you're going to get natural gas on top of it, which you can either hook up to a pipeline or just burn like that if natural gas prices are down and you don't want to hook up a pipeline from here to Oklahoma. So um, oh, that is real. Oklahoma, where that? Sorry, what? Anyway, um, beyond that, the concept of like blowing up the... Uh, dynamite it I see where they're coming from on it I think the what would actually happen is you typically have emergency shutdown units which will close the well bore and just like shut it down so that you can't get more gas up meaning that can't be any more flame um, so that I feel like if they're gonna dynamite it that's kind of what they were doing is like filling the hole in so you couldn't get any more out of it but they suggested they were gonna keep pumping after that I've never seen a uh, drilling operation that shady, but I'm sure there has been in the past. So that that's my two cents on the um, the oil pad or the well pad there. 
Yeah. After I, one year experience in oil. I guess, you know, as soon as all this happened, I was, you know, I kind of lost a little bit on the science about it all. But, you know, a good thing. I figure if, if, a, if a 1986 audience of <laughs> can, can understand it, surely I can understand it. Yeah, so that that kind of flaming stuff that will happen. Like that is a real danger. That's not like uh, hocus pocus, right? Um, but yeah, that was fantastic, folks. Uh, join us for uh, yeah. Of course, next week we have episode nine of season one, so it's gonna be good. Can't wait. Can't be that good as this one, but uh, hell. <laughs> All right, cameras. <laughs> let's get into our final game of the evening here because it is our Thanksgiving spooktacular. But we also need to do other things today. That is correct. That is correct. If we're finishing off the podcast, we can only finish it off with one segment, one game. And, of course, that's a little round of Headline or Asinine. Hey. Hey. Headline. Hey. Hey. Headline or Asinine. Game's pretty simple, really, as we established earlier. Pretty much we did. We were taking Leno's headlines, but taking... And then also making some up also. So t- take that, Leno. We we figured we did it. We're doing it better. We're doing yeah, it better, we're doing than, it better you, than you, Leno. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, piece yeah. of we, shit. We, we get it. You've never spent oh, any of your Tonight Show money. I have a bunch of cool cars. We get it. Have, you like uh, to oh, wear you jeans. Ha- you have one of the CUDA? I have. I got, I got doubles of the CUDA. Oh, looks like the deal's coming in. Looks like I got triples of the CUDA. We get it, Leno. You and... What's his wife's name? Marilyn? <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, no Cam, I'm going to kick off this week's edition of Headliner Ass 9. Uh, how, how, does, uh, how does that sound? It works. I guess it sounds good. Uh, Headliner Ass 9, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Man sues psychic who said they could remove a curse put on him by his ex. Oh, I've always wondered when you go past those downtown shops, when you see psychic $11 upstairs in the apartment, I've always thought that's a money laundering scam. Uh, But then again, you hear about some people who go in there and they must seem like in a very desperate situation where nothing seemed to work and $11 seems like a fair price to pay for, you know, just in case it works. I'm going to go ahead and say most people are frauds, but they do promise the world. So did I get that right? He was removing or putting a curse on the ex? Um, uh, a man sues psychic who said they could remove a curse put on him by his ex. Oh. Yeah, see, I would make that promise if I was the psychic. I'm like, and the curse is gone. <laughs> Spooktacular, right? And you're like, wow, I feel so much better. Um. Yeah, so I, what I'm gonna assume happened, he's like, "Welcome here, the curse is all gone," and then just like got hit by a car, and he's like, "Fucking curse wasn't gone." Tries to sue the person for the eleven dollars that he spent on them, and uh, yeah, that one's uh, not gonna do well in court because I think you should have known better. Was the um, the jury as well as the defense headline? Cam, this is a headline here for you. This headline coming out of Los Angeles, where a man named uh, Moro Restrepo uh, is suing a psychic for fraud because uh, the psychic allegedly said that she could remove the witch's curse that his ex-girlfriend put on him for the mere price of $5,100. So this happened last month when uh, 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 when Mr. Restrepo uh, found uh, the psychic, a woman named Sophia Adams, found her website, who billed herself as a Ph.D life coach and psychic love coach 
uh, just in like, you know, uh, found it online or something. And apparently the uh, the man felt very confident in this woman's abilities, saying that, you know, she uh, did an initial examination and told him that he had mala suerte or bad luck that was put on there by his ex-girlfriend who had uh, cast a witch's spell onto him. Um... She said that your family will be very unhappy and in danger unless you pay me $5,100 to remove the curse, including a $1,000 deposit. Uh, and um, that's about this. Anyways, she said she so removed the curse, but he has spent every single night sleepless, anxiety-filled because he believes that uh, not only was the curse not lifted, but she took advantage of him uh, and took advantage of his emotional distress and all these sorts of things. Um, he is asking for $25,000 in damages. Not, so which would not only cover the you know the cost that he had spent, but then also I guess these sleepless nights that he's had. No news uh, from the ex-girlfriend though, who would have uh, you know cursed him initially. Uh, but that's all we've got for right now. So my big question, I don't think you have an answer to this. Mm. What are you putting the deposit on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, all right, so $1,000 deposit and then I should, you know, I'm, what am I going to make some calls? Like I got to go scrounger up some pure lavender as well as the tooth of a bull. Like <laughs> what, what's going on here? What, what do you need the deposit for? Yeah, no idea, no idea. It's odd. It's one of these things where I guess if you are at the point where you're asking a like you're asking a psychic to remove a curse that somebody put on you. You're like super vulnerable for two reasons. Cuz one, you believe in curses. You're cursed. Oh. Well, you be okay. just be just believing in them. Like you're you're already in that mental space where you're like, "Oh, I believe in curses and I believe I have one." Therefore, I'm going to do whatever I have to to, like, get rid of it. You're kind of, it's like a double whammy. Yeah. Like, the psychic's, like funny, psych, psychic's sitting curse. there going, like, if this guy's dumb enough to believe he's cursed, I could probably charge whatever I want. So, fun thing about curse, I listened to this um, MMA show called Morning Combat, and they do this segment called the Resume Review. They've done it seven times now where they will pick a fighter and do what's called a resume review on them. So like Nick Diaz, they'll go through all his fights in like a video segment and be like, you know, they're just kind of going over his career. There's something called the resume review curse, which has happened seven times now. For every person they've done a resume review for, they've lost the fight. So it's like the resume review curse that's never been broken. Mm. Every one of the fans comments on this guy's channel is like, you know, how many more is it going to take before you believe in the curse? And the guy is such a stickler. He's like, there's no such thing as curses. How can I get this across to you? Curses don't exist. It can happen well, yeah, 200,000 times. It's fucking up his, but I it's think fucking it's up so his brand. Funny. It's fucking up his brand. I think it's so funny, though, that like every time it happens, like the curse is real. And just, you know, throw all your money on whoever the curse is against. See, I would say that the, the, the Madden curse... Which, you know, is another thing, right? Whoever, if you have graced the cover of Madden Football, the video game, uh, you will get injured that following season. Or you will not have a how, good season. How many times has that been? Uh, that's happened. a good question. Enough where people said it's a thing. But at least there, the wow. odds are much smaller because there's so many more players. But truly, a fight is a flip of a coin. Either this guy wins or this guy wins. It's uh, it's not exactly fifty fifty, but no? I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 you see what I you see what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But uh that's that's funny. Poor guy. Yeah. Love it. All right, cameras. 
Man reportedly paid $11 for a PS4 after pretending it was fruit. Man paid $11. Now, we, we've, we've seen little scams like this before in the past where somebody will go to a checkout, uh, like, you know, go to checkout, uh, self-checkout at Walmart, you know, and scan, like, a bunch of, like, you know, pencils. Or, like, scan a bunch of things, and then underneath it is hidden, like, the more expensive thing, and you can probably fraud uh, Walmart out of a shitload of money. So I would say this maybe would be no different. If you could somehow just kind of cover... It, you know, like when you go, uh, if, if you're buying a big bag of rice or you're buying like a big box of something at the grocery store, you, they won't ask you to necessarily put it on the conveyor belt. They'll just sort of like look over, scan it, and then put a little sticker on it. You know, if you had, uh, let's say, a, let's say uh, 10 pounds of taters, like 20 pounds, two sacks of potatoes, and they're in your cart, and then you're like, eh, can you just like scan them here? I don't want to put them on the uh, belt. You say, like, okay, boop, boop. Underneath that pack of potatoes, which are fruit, by the way, are they? No. They're a vegetable. Um, but either way, you know what I'm saying, right? You can kind of get around this. Because I don't know how it's you're going to... I don't know how you're going to pretend that it's... Like, you're not going to pretend it's fruit. You're going to scan it as something else and hope you can get away with it. Uh, the good thing this guy didn't do it at my local No Frills. Because they snap you every single time if you miss uh, miss scan a, a single red pepper. They'll... They fucking snap on you like that. They grab your ass. Oh, uh, they you grab the your Take ass. You like they grab salad. your ass and just throw you out. Uh, so I'm gonna say this is a headline. Yeah, and you, I mean you nailed it. Yeah, you got it exactly <laughs> right. It's a uh, Walmart, and he was offered to buy these expensive tomatoes, and they're like, "How many tomatoes do you want? This many? Wow, that's a lot of tomatoes." Gets away with it, comes back for another one, and that's when they go. Wow, that's so funny that this person tried to uh, do this a second time. He ended up getting caught, and this is in France. So, uh, yeah, exactly. You nailed it. Pretty good scam, though, if you got away with it once. The trick is if you get, if you do something, you know, steal something well, don't do it a second time. Find a new way. Or go to a different Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me just double check it. Was it a Walmart? It was, yeah, probably. It was, a, it was that like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Some same kind, kind of, of superstore, big, big box yeah. store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, cameras, send me a headline. Okay, here we go. Uh, headliner S9, um, missing man joined search party for himself. Ooh, I heard about this one. So I, I wish I could, I wish I could give you the benefit of the doubt here. Read this in the newspaper and was going to try and fool you with this one, but uh, did not. Um, yeah, I mean, should I just tell the story? Uh, wait, are you, uh, you think you think we have the same story? I no, I had read about this story in the newspaper last week. Ah, so a little bit of a, a little flat. Could have played it off better, so I apologize, Cam. Story here is a drunk man. I think was in France, was missing for a few days. Wakes up out of the blue as there's a search party for him and says, "Who are we looking for?" Turns out it was him all along. Uh, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, right? Damn, I don't have a backup headline either. That's God, okay. That's I, I can't okay. believe this took us 90 episodes until there was actually like a story that we've heard before or something. Oh, I yeah, that's the thing. I was gonna bring it to your attention. And I'm like, ah, it's in the, it was in like the Toronto Star. I'm like, oh, I'm okay, not, you know, damn, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty rare though. I gotta say, it took us 90 episodes to have a uh, an an, an interlapped uh, 
There was one time where I thought I said headline because I thought I had read the story, and then you told me asinine. I'm like, wow, I read a story just like that. Weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess in that case, you know, you get also benefit of the doubt of like, if I, you know, if you make up a headline, it could be, and obviously, you know, anything could be a real, you know, and you know, it's if it was made up with the intention of being made up. All right, headliner asinine. Pete Rose will make first bet at Cincinnati Casino reopening. <laughs> Amen. That's what we like to see here, folks. Uh, Pete Rose, of course, famous for having a great haircut and nothing, not much else. Uh, nothing, nothing else. Nothing else. Not, nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Of course, as he we know. basketball, I think. Uh, of course, as we know, he played basketball for the Cincinnati Cougars. Um, uh, Cincinnati Reds, uh, former player, multiple-time World Series champion, MVP, all-time leading hits, and other stuff. Um, of course, famously banned uh, for life <laughs> for betting on his own games. And from the Hall of Fame. And from the Hall of Fame, uh, famously betting on himself to win. Uh, and that was the case. Um, also heard, uh, yeah, this, see, this is good because I think within Cincinnati, they love him. Right? There's no reason to... You know, to hate the local guy who won you championships. You have the jersey. You have the poster. Yeah, sure. He wanted some extra cash. Don't all athletes just want more money? But more money comes more problems, Pete Rose. Uh, it'll be great to see um, Pete Rose uh, being or, like, gambling again. I imagine he still continues to gamble. And Cincinnati, it's his home. Uh, I'd love to hear more of this story. That's a headline. This is a headline out of Cincinnati where the Hard Rock Casino has bought out the Jack Casino brand and will be opening their doors on October 29th with the first ever bet placed by 80-year-old Pete Rose, who uh, famously has a little bit of a gambling problem uh, shown with his now of the Hall of Fame. Now, don't forget this if you're if you're in Cincinnati on October 29th, Earth, Wind, and Fire will also be there playing and doing a ceremonial guitar smash. So pretty awesome event going on. And I guess because they love the guys so much, they thought this would be a perfect way garner some attention, get Earth, Wind, and Fire there, and smash a guitar uh, for their big opening. Right, Earth, Wind, and Fire, famously one of the most aggressive, edgy rock bands of all time. Do you remember? Uh, if, if, like, if, if, if I'm thinking September. of the, if I'm thinking of the great guitar smashing bands, I'm thinking the Who, I'm thinking yeah, Nirvana, I'm sure and maybe I'm that, thinking that's like, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Maybe that's like when you, you have a new boat, you smash a, a bottle of champagne on it, yeah, to christen it. Maybe you smash a guitar at the Hard Rock. Now, Cam, you did that one time when you guys got a new boat. You sunk the boat. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was an expensive mistake. I tell you. I mean, not only the price of the boat, but it was it was, it was an expensive bottle of champagne. <laughs> oh, I tell you. All right, camera, send me another one. Okay, Cam, got a headline for you. Headliner asks nine: uh, Man who dated thirty-five women at once arrested for fraud in Japan. Oh, I mean, this is the guy. <laughs> like, if if. This is the guy you tell your friends about. You're like, this guy is dating. He's told me 31 women. He's uh, he's got a Kathy, a Catherine, a Catherine with an E without the N. Yep. And but, I mean, he's probably telling people he's dating 100 women, but it was only 31 at a time. Uh, shit. Yeah. I mean, th like you can't play out a story that's more real than this. It's like consistent frauds or frauds again. You're like, you know, <laughs> flat tire doesn't roll. Yeah. 
This this guy plays it well. He's catfishing. Water still wet. <laughs> yeah. Water still wet. Oil company is lying about emissions. Like I've read that headline and I'm like, why is this a headline? Like this should just be, you know, taken for granted. It's like when uh, Jake Paul's like, we need to have school shootings need to stop. You're like, wow, bravo. Hot like, take. Hot take by uh, hot take. School shootings need to stop. Yeah, you're like, all right, good, good to think that you have a controversial opinion, you know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, am I surprised by this guy who's probably catfishing twenty nine of them and only has three real girlfriends? Um, is a fraudster and getting sued for it? Yeah, like headline, 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 headline. <laughs> Cam, this is a headline here story uh, for you. Story of Japan where a man named Takashi Miyagawa has been arrested for fraud after allegedly uh, frauding thirty five. Uh, women claiming to be a different man, name, profession, everything with each of them. A uh, 39-year-old man uh, dated all of these women, telling each of them that he wanted a serious relationship and told them each that he had a different birthday. So he could get many gifts from all of them uh, for every occasion. The total result That's in the good move. The total result in the gifts was approximately one million yen, uh, which is the equivalent to twelve thousand dollars Canadian. Uh, the women eventually all realized individually that they suspected they were being cheated on, but had no idea that they would eventually unravel to find thirty-four or thirty-five. Sorry, total women. That we're being uh, now, I imagine it's probably more. Well, yeah, that's just you know uh, that's I mean? just that's just kind of what you know, kind of I guess what was caught here or whatever. They all went to the police uh, and formed a victims association after they all realized the scam, and he has been arrested on suspicions of fraud. No, that's uh that sounds like an episode of Catfish to me. That what uh, who got that article? Uh, which news uh, news outlet? Yeah, was it like a big one or just like a little one you found? Um, it was uh, uh, it was um, let me see here, it was, uh, neveandmax.com. Nice, I know those guys. <laughs> Max, we'd love All to right. love to see you back. I'd love to see you back on Catfish, Max. Love to see you back. We, we for need some you reason back. Thought but going the direction of making films was gonna work out for you. Uh, well, hey, I, dude, we want you back. You're the best. You're the best. Anyways. big fans of Max. Big Headliner fans of Max. Here on Cam. Oh, you have one more. Denver Airport canines being fooled by liver treats. So I have heard of this before. Um, you definitely see it in like some kind of drug smuggling documentary that you can find. Is that um, uh, so? Uh, police dogs would first have to be smelling, you know, like f the scent of cocaine, right? Smell it out, and then the drug lord, the drug smugglers would be putting the cocaine wrapped around or sort of around coffee. Because coffee is a stronger scent than cocaine, and apparently the dogs couldn't smell the coke through the coffee. I think this could be a situation like that, where whatever they're trying to smuggle in, it's like, you know, something the dogs would prefer more. You know, it's like any dog is a sucker for liver treats, or, you know, uh, snossages, or wishbones. Whatever you want to have it, they'll just forget about the blow entirely, or the, or the fentanyl, or the car fentanyl. 
So this checks out. It also has a comical style, you know, like in a movie, if a burglar is breaking into a house, he has like a couple doggy treats and then, kind of, you know, like a slab of meat, a slab of raw meat, and he just throws it into the living room and then the dog, the guard dog's totally gone. We've seen that play out before. And um, poor pups, you know, because they just want to, they just want to do a good job, be good boys, and maybe get a little treat out of it at the end of the day. Uh, that's a headline. I made this one up. I'm sure it could be. Yeah, yeah, again. yeah. I think it, well, not that, this time. I mean, that's that's the key to a good asinine, right? It has to be something that rings true uh, within, you know, it's sort of its scope or whatever. All right. Well, that kicks off a uh, the Thanksgiving spooktacular, everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's spooky season, everybody. Get kicks your. Off, ends? I think I said kicks off. It shouldn't have been kicked off. <laughs> Fuck him. Let's restart. Okay. Uh, Welcome to Two Season in a Pod, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Wait, do you want me to start recording now? Oh. Oh. That's a mistake. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, remember, you can rate, live, subscribe. The show is everywhere. And uh, yeah, I hope better. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Big episode 91, Cam. So pick your favorite Pick your favorite athlete now. And uh, we will get there. Uh, we'll get there eventually. Great. And never forget, people, if the roads are busy, Thanksgiving is the busiest travel day of the year. I'm Cam LeClaire, signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two